John is not here, so we're going to have to do News in 60 Seconds without him. We'll see how well I can pull it together. Yeah, you got me timed on there? You got, you got a second? Oh, no, I don't have a time. Oh, but I can do it on this guy. Okay. All right. Well, are you ready? I think I am. You realize it's counting down, right? I do. Do you see that? Yes. Okay, just so we can... I was wondering. Just now. so we're clear. That's an interesting timer. All right, I'm ready. All right, bring the news in three, two, one. The Illinois Craft Brewers Guild has released a list of winning beers judged at its 7th annual festival of wood and barrel-aged beer. The, uh, there were eight categories. Best of show overall was the Farmhouse Ale from Smutty Nose Brewing in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Best of show runner-up, Bourbon County Stout from Goose Island. Um, next up, the Hindenburg Airship Beer to be Auctioned. According to BBC.com, a blackened bottle of beer found in the wreck of the Hindenburg Zeppelin is expected to fetch thousands of pounds at auction. This bottle was found by a firefighter cleaning up the American airfield where the German airship exploded in 1937. The bottle uh, was expected to go for about 5,000 pounds or $8,337. The actual price, $16,000 U.S. at auction. This shatters the previous record for a single bottle of beer which is a limited edition of Carlsberg Lager, which cost $400. Um, next, uh, on December 31st, we will all experience the first New Year's Eve blue moon in nearly 20 years, a rare occurrence that won't take place again until 2028. So to mark this special occasion, the Blue Moon Brewing Company is brewing a Blue Moon Grand Cru, which should come out in early December. That's news. Wow. I'm actually most excited about the blue moon. <laughs> Are you? I really want to know what. Start there. I mean, because it's pretty much a, a macro beer. It's it, it is you know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a wit. But you know, it, it's all my Miller. Yeah, Miller Coors. You know, Miller Coors, Coors yeah, yeah. and um, you know, it a Grand Cru is a pretty big beer. Oh yeah, and it's not a cheap beer to make. Well, first of all. Let's talk about the phrase Grand Cru. Okay, I guess What does that actually a, even mean? From my experience, it just means Belgian and super malty and super get me drunk. Okay, but what about Rodenbach Grand Cru? <clears throat> that's a very good point. Yeah, that's the one that always <laughs> throws a wrench in it. Because what, I think Grand Cru, I mean, you can pr pretty well put a style around sort of Chimay Grand Cru. Chimay Premier, the blue. Yeah, well, that's I, sort of what you're thinking of. And then that, or the my the one I was you thinking know. about is the the Valdu Grand Cru. Valdu Grand Cru, and right. then um, same kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Ale Asylum's Mercy Grand Cru is along those same lines. Yeah. So I mean, um, so I would assume it's probably one of those. I'm, I don't think Blue Moon's gonna make a sour beer, but uh, Grand Cru typically just means biggest, boldest, craziest Belgian beer out of you know such brewery. Yeah. Um, so it could just be an Imperial Wit. I mean, who knows? I doubt <laughs> either, it. <laughs> either way, though. Um, It'd be pretty interesting. Either way, it's got to be... I'm, I'm, I would hope it's significantly more expensive. <laughs> Probably. Just because I want it to be a significantly bigger, bolder beer. Yeah. And they do, you know, Blue Moon. I, I like some of their other stuff. Uh, what is it? The, uh, the, the Summer Ale they do. You know, I've like, never had anything but their standard wit. Oh, really? Because I I was so... I had it once, and I was like, this is really refreshing, and then after my first sip, someone jammed an orange in it. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. That taste has just, like, killed it. Well, there is orange peel in the beer. But it's not, like, fresh citrus sitting on the rim of my glass. <laughs> killing your head. Killing everything. <laughs> well, not even just the head. Killing, like... 
it is too much. And, you know, like I always say, the ride in high school doesn't include fruit. That's true. That is true. But, um, let's see, Hindenburg. Yeah, so we found out sixteen thousand dollars. And what was the previous previous record was four hundred for a limited edition Carlsberg Lager. That's a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised the previous record was so low. Right. I you know that okay. Like you think about this, um, how many like famous um, like dictators and rulers after they've gone out of power? What happened to all that stuff? You know, like, I wonder what if the kids drank it. You can me? <laughs> you know, like, let's say they found a bottle of beer in Hitler's house or something. You know, that would go for a ton. If yeah, it still existed, I guess. I Those suppose. in their beer. But. Yeah, maybe. You know, $400 is not a lot. You know, like, any sort of bottle that's owned by royalty or celebrities or anything. You think so? I would, I would think that would go for a lot. Huh. I mean, think of how much money people pay for, like, celebrities, like underwear or like <laughs> guitar picks or things like that you know I don't know well it uh, it certainly puts a new perspective on um, you know uh, our associate here at Madison Beer Review Jeff Glazer talked about expensive bottles of wine and how if it comes from this particular vintage in this particular place it can go for such and such amount of money and beer needs to go in that direction sort of the Sierra Nevada Estate Ale is an example of that which goes for about $18 a bottle uh, I saw it in the stores. I thought about buying it, and I didn't. Not worth it to me. No, eighteen dollars a lot, <laughs> but it's not sixteen thousand. So really, what we we need to do if we want beer to be in the same price, uh, you know, structure as wine, is just have lots of beers hidden in like you know huge disasters. Right. Um, so um, we need to find some beer in the Titanic wreckage. Ground Zero in New York would go for just tons if there's beer in there for some reason. The plane crash in the Hudson River. Plane crash in the Hudson River. <laughs> Or maybe, you know, maybe, that might not pull as much, but I mean, it'd be a pretty good return on investment. You buy a beer for two bucks and, you know, turn it around for, I bet you could pull a hundred. Sure. Get Why not? Sully to sign it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, that was pretty interesting, And but they said that the, the beer itself, um, part of the beer has evaporated. Um, and uh, the bottle, the label is burned up. You can still see the logo. And I didn't mention this. It's a bottle of Lowenbrau. Lowenbrau beer. German? German. Yeah. And uh, the auctioneer said, you wouldn't want to drink it. It's probably quite putrid to taste. I'm assuming that's due to the heat of the package, <laughs> not the age so much. Slow roasted, I believe, is the term <laughs> they use in the culinary. They use it in uh, direct fire, uh, not steam. Dry heat. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, I hadn't heard about this. This would be an interesting event to go to the uh, Festival of Wood and Barrel Aged Beer. So also known as a, uh, the Great Taste last year. <laughs> the Great Taste of the Midwest 2008, pretty much. Um, eight categories, classic porter or stout, strong porter or stout, barley wine, classic styles, not higher than 6.5% ABV, strong double imperial pale, strong double imperial dark, Experimental and wild. What uh, is wild? Who took that one? Wild would mean uh, any beer fermented or aged with microorganisms other than Saccharomyces cerevisiae, regardless of alcohol content or style. Oh, so, so Britannomyces or, or any bacteria. Yeah, okay. Um, Farmhouse Ale from Smutty Nose, which was the best of show, uh, took that category. So they, and they took a fair amount, didn't they? Yeah, they must have... They've got a couple in here. They must have... Um, 
Pretanomyces in that or something. In their my, my, you know, I haven't had a lot of smutty nose. Um, when I, I was out, either. when I was out east, I saw a lot of them. Okay. And I drank a lot of them for that reason. But you know, really, there's a lot more. Like I've, I've always seen a few that drift in this way, but they've got a lot more than what than what we really know about. Huh. Um, it's pretty interesting. Also, you know, kind of surprising to look at this list and how many are coming out of Illinois. <laughs> which is where the uh, festival was. Which is a little um, biased, I Well, but say. there's, you know, beers from over 50 brewers, it says. So this certainly doesn't... Re uh, from Maine to Alaska. Um, uh, doesn't represent every, you know, brewery in the country by any means. I'm sure probably there's a higher percentage. You draw a line from Maine to Alaska. It's really just Canada. That's true. <laughs> from Maine to Alaska and Hawaii, it says. Okay. Oh, and Sorry, okay. I didn't put that in. So if you put okay. a triangle, okay. that I mean, covers most of it. You don't include Georgia or Florida. Well, they don't. They don't make yeah, anything worthwhile matter. anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure more Illinois breweries probably participated. Yeah. That's probably what throws it off. But yeah, we've got Flossmore Station up there. Uh, the Rock Bottom in Lombard, Illinois. A couple from Goose Island. Bourbon County Stout winning the Strong Porter Stout category and getting the Best of Show runner-up. Um, Goose Island also, their Imperial Brown Goose, which you've tried recently as well as I yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, that got uh, got a second place after Allagash's Odyssey in the Strong Imperial Dark Beer. Um, Experimental, Capitown from the Rock Bottom. Interesting stuff. I've never been to Rock Bottom. Never been to any of them? No. I've been to the one in Minneapolis and Milwaukee. Hmm. That surprised me that a brewery, you know, kind of set up like that, that they're actually making that many great, you know, beers. Well, the, the, the way they set it up is, is pretty interesting. You know, they have uh, a brewmaster at each location, and they have a certain amount, I don't know how many, four or five, recipes that are the same in all of them, and they mm -hmm. have to follow the recipe. But then the rest of the taps, they let the brewer sort of experiment okay. and do their own thing. So the brewer at the Lombard, Illinois location versus the brewer at uh, the Chicago, Chicago. location okay. is two different people. So Claire's Thirsty Ale at uh, Chicago, you know, is a lot different from Demon's Sweat from you know, the, the Lombard one. So okay. yeah, this guy in Lombard must just have a lot of bourbon barrels lying around. He's got like three different beers that placed here. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, congratulations to all the winners and uh, some pretty interesting stuff. If I ever see Smutty Nose Farmhouse sale, I'll definitely have to give it a try. Sounds pretty interesting. That's all for news.